Hi, Tom. Hi, Steve. You guys are so funny. Have a great show. It's totally wicked. Welcome, everybody, to Masters of Profund Occasion. I'm Tom with them. I'm Steve Piles. <laughs> What's the difference between you and us? <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> uh, we have a little treat for everybody. Actually, hey. it's a treat for us. Everybody else can just yeah, sit use back. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. <laughs> a good friend of the show, uh, my boy Finchie, has got me uh, a box of unopened 1989 Tops Batman cards. Um, you can check Finchie out. He's going to be doing his own sports-related podcast here very shortly. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to uh, he's going to try it out. Get his get his chops so he can go be a professional broadcaster. I got to imagine he's going to be wearing a Batman costume the entire time he does it. No, he's going to be wearing hockey pads <laughs> on his head. So, as a little treat. For everybody, we're going to open up a pack. Uh, Steve's got a pack, and I've got a pack of... Uh, I was going to mention this as a weird cosmic coincidence. Today, my aunt and uncle from upstate New York came to visit. Uh-huh. They got this um, gigantic house up on a mountain in Olean, New York. If anybody knows where it is, congratulations, because nobody else does. But uh, it's uh, it's really cool. It's a really big place. It's So me and my cousins would go there every summer when we were kids. And then our family goes there every other year for a family reunion. In 1989, we went there for the summer when a certain movie just hit the theaters. June, I think it was like 26, June 26, 1989, if I remember correctly. So on June 26, 1989, I was at my aunt and uncle's house and we saw this uh, little Michael Keaton movie called Batman for the first time. Ooh. I That, that aunt and uncle came to visit me today here in Maine. And now I'm going to eat the Batman gum. I'm definitely eating the gum. Oh, yeah. It was released... Batman was released on June 23rd. Sorry. Okay. But yeah, I thought that was kind of freaky. That same aunt and uncle that, whose house I saw this in appeared the same day I'm going to be opening up the uh, trading cards. Weird. Uh, I could not wait for this movie to come out. Like, oh, I yeah. salivated for this movie. This movie is was probably, like, in 1999, it was the biggest thing that happened to me. Well, did you ever watch the Adam West stuff, the old TV show? I did, but only, like, it was on like in summer reruns or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did not sit down and watch them. I didn't sit and watch whole episodes. Uh, you know, it was it was decent, but it didn't get my juices flowing like the comic books. I had yeah, I, plenty of Batman comic books. I did not. You know, Batman was not, until this movie came out, I didn't care. You know, I knew the gist. Bruce Wayne, parents died. That was about it. I mean, I watched the TV show. I liked it as a kid. You know, I didn't watch it episode by episode, but if it was on, like, you know, Sunday afternoon or something like that, I would catch an episode. I would kind of like it more. More is the Super Friends cartoon is what I remember. Yeah, more than anything. I, I was and, big into the Super Friends. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about Batman in 1989. Number one, I couldn't uh, ever imagine anybody other than Michael Keaton being Batman. But at the time. It was wild. Anyway. Yeah. Production budget of $35 million, which by today's standards, that's nothing. Yo, that's know, a, that's. that's that's an you indie know. film. <laughs> yeah. $35 million is what they're spending on food for a production. You know, craft services, 35 mil. Today, that would be Michael Keaton's masseuse. <laughs> Domestic gross was $251 million. That's 
Oh, that the ratio was, there is crazy. Yeah, that's a huge. Worldwide, it made four hundred eleven million in nineteen eighty nine dollars. Four hundred eleven million dollars. Pretty much the reason. Jeez, I don't even want to say this out loud. The reason you even have Batman v Superman is because Michael Keaton's Batman did so well. Yeah, the momentum behind that just cemented the cinematic status of that forever. Yeah. I remember watching these. Um, who? I want to say it was Celtics versus Lakers in the NBA Finals that year. I'm going to have to look that up while you're talking at some point, but well, I remember costume or something. No, 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 nothing like that. But I remember I watched, uh, I watched a lot of um, Celtics versus Lakers when I was a kid. That was a huge thing. And I remember specifically this commercial running during some Celtics games. Mm-hmm. And I just remember getting so excited for this effing movie. Um, but anyway, it was very successful. Uh, PG 13, uh let's see prince did the soundtrack <laughs> very tim burton looking back on it you can uh danny elfman danny elfman did the the score prince did mm-hmm. a lot of the music for it and it was absolutely this this movie more than any of the more recent comic book movies i feel like this was actually ripped right out of the pages of a comic book like mm. very extreme characters yeah i was gonna say very colorful characters very yeah off the, the, wall. the joker in this was really good and it was a you know it was a good comic book joker it wasn't a heath ledger i could be any psychic psychotic person off the street joker this right. was unmistakable you know stop the press <laughs> who is that uh anyway I actually have these these tops cards. I have this complete set already. I imagine I'm going to find that really rare one that's going to be worth like $10,000 because that exists, right? Sure. Yes. That, that's what they made eBay for. Okay, we're going to go ahead and open these. I am going to tell you right now, I am definitely going to chew the gum. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm chewing the gum. So when my, when my, when my gums start bleeding, I will not even stop. I don't care. All right, I am opening. Thank you, Finchie. Uh, what do we got? Oh, ah, the gum is yeah, and it's stuck to the card. <laughs> stuck to the card, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Have, uh, oh my god, it's like doing <laughs> peanut brittle. Oh god. Oh, uh, this tastes so bad. I know this is disgusting. Oh my, I'm gonna, I gotta spit it out. I can't, I can't. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, damn. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get sick. Did you swallow it? Uh, probably some of it. So that's God, what is that? Twenty-eight year old gum. It tastes like oh god. Like I think I'd be better off chewing the <laughs> chewing the packaging. Oh oh, that I regret. I regret nothing. Terrible. No right. no, it's an experience. Somebody that you have chew some thirty-year-old gum someday, and yeah, just so and you then say you have that experience. Yeah, we'll talk about the diarrhea you have later. So like, I don't think that would have coalesced into actual gum that just stayed a slush in my mouth this is what i got for cards i got vicky to the rescue this is the batwing after it has been shot by the joker and it crashes on the uh, cathedral stairs steps okay and vicky's running to batman's aid mm. i got ooh a very good contrast to that card i got taking aim at the batwing this is the joker with his elongated pistol his revolver okay yeah so that's a good little contrast sabotage this card is, it's the Batmobile. It looks like uh, at the point in time where it maybe is blowing up the chemical plant. And he's driving away. Here's oh, the God. Joker. I still got chunks in my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> it's terrible. Nope. Here's the Joker. And it's clearly where he says, uh, wait till they get a load of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
and then the Joker saying he's in charge after he goes to the the board meeting and he fries that guy. Grissom's gruesome demise. Batman lives. Alicia Hunt. She's you know who you remember who Alicia Hunt is? Was that the Joker's girlfriend? Yes, this is the one that he oh, carves. Okay. Yeah. He carves up. Right, right. She and wears then, the mask. Yeah, and then I have Batman in action, kicking the sh- kicking the snot out of some motherfucker. Look at that! Oh, look at that roundhouse kick. That yeah. is badass. And then the sticker I got is the Joker in a beach chair. This is when he's filming the commercial. Oh, right, right. So that's what I got for cards. Thanks, Finchie. See, I don't know what the hell this first card is. It's like part of a puzzle or something. I oh, have yeah. no idea what it is. Okay, so the back of the stickers, the back of the stickers, if you if you got them all, you could put them together as a oh. puzzle and like a poster. Okay. So that's what the stickers were. Neat. Back okay, in the day, see. shit was so cool. See, now I'm a little disappointed because my first one's Hang On Vicky, where it's Kim Basinger hanging by her bear uh, on a rope or something. I'm trying to remember. It looked like her blouse is getting ripped off, but it's just a strap to her bag on her shoulder. I was I was getting excited a little bit there for a second, <laughs> and then, no, no good. Of course, Kim Basinger is still looking pretty hot. Yeah. I like that line when they're going, he like shoots the line and he's trying to pull them up, and he's like, how much do you weigh? And she says like... <laughs> What did she say? 123 pounds or something like something that? Like that. She's lying. Yeah. And then at the end, when he finally catches up with her again, he goes, you, little, you weigh a little more than 123 pounds. <laughs> it's like, you're a dick, Batman. Hey, he was trying to save her life. She needs to be honest. Women and their vanity. So yeah, I got Mysterious Manhunter. It's him waiting to pounce on a gangster. Nice. See, gangster pinstripe suit, fedora. What did I tell you the other day? Every gangster has a pinstripe suit and a fedora. That's That's their uniform. Yeah. In the Batman's clutches, he's got said gangster by the neck. Urban Warriors, where that one guy with the long hair is whipping out the knife at him, and he's just not even not even caring. Just looking yeah. at him going, you fool. Yeah, don't you know I'm Batman? Ooh, Flat of the Batwing. Ooh, Which, let me see that one. Let me see. Yeah, I like that. Didn't even show This thing didn't even show up again until, what, the Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah, and that wasn't even as cool as the first one. No, not at all. The 1989 Batwing, best Batwing. When it goes in front of the moon to make the Batman yeah. symbol? Yep. Perfect. Moving on. Outrageous Assault, where it's on City Hall. I don't know. Meeting their host with that completely throwaway character that made no difference to anything. What the hell Harvey, is his name? Harvey, right? No, not Harvey. That's he was, not Harvey. No, yeah. he was another. No, he, he, was, was, just, he was the reporter. And he, yeah. Batman and uh, Bruce Wayne catches him looking at the armor. He's like, can I help you? And he's talking about yada 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 and he's like yeah, I, well, it was supposed to be comic relief I guess but it was yeah and he's know. like you know if you need anything let me know he says how about a grant and he says okay Alfred get this guy a grant <laughs> <laughs> he was the weak link though he was the weak link in the movie I, I always thought he was kind of a useless character I think Gotham City's gang lords yes immediately before the Joker kills them all yep that's how you get business oh, done at the Flugelheim when he comes in playing some prints and getting ready for a romantic dinner. Yep. Spray painting and all that good stuff. Ah, oh, yeah. God, that movie was so just wacky in so many parts. The 1989 Batman <clears throat> was the fourth highest grossing out of all the Batman in the modern franchise. Hmm. So you know, do they ever, do they make adjustments for inflation or is it just pure number? No, I don't think so. Because I wonder. I think they do. Because the Dark Knight made 533 million right this is also before the day and age of international chinese market kind of thing all that stuff so that's cool last in the past batman i'm just gonna keep this picture of the joker here for this rest of this podcast to remind me all right i'll put my joker picture up to remind me never to get you know 
alleyway off-brand plastic surgery. How Again. about I'm going to leave mine up there as a reminder not to chew 38-year-old bubblegum. Oh, my God. I can still taste it. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. No, not 38. 28 year. 28 year. Yeah. And probably 38-year gum, too. I mean, it probably doesn't get better with age. Maybe it reaches a tipping point. You know, like the quality goes down and it hits like a like a like a bottom and it bounces back up. So at thirty eight, it become like fine wine. We got to get past the the hump, get past the, the bad zone. Yeah, probably not. I want to find that. I need to get a piece of gum and put it in a vault somewhere. Time capsule gum. <laughs> chew this. That's the only thing in the time capsule. Not this is what life was like in twenty seventeen. It's like chew this, motherfucker. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. If you know what's good for you. <laughs> All right. What's going on with you? Ah, uh, still trying to get through my comic book collection. I hit a, I stalled. I hit a what? box that had no boards and no bags, and now that that took the wind out of my sails. I want to build a time machine and go back and punch myself for not taking care of this years ago. Now, when you say it's no boards or bags, is that something that you want them all to have? So now you're, yeah, they need to all have at least bags. Do you have? Do you have bags? I have bags. But I got to go through meticulous, meticulously and I have boards for them too. And I got to put them all in there. So that's, I feel like, I feel like I had homework that I'm skipping because I'm not doing that as much as I should be inventorying them and stuff. Yeah. I feel How like that you? all the time. Now you got your Plex server and your 500 plus DVDs to go oh through. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I wish you could see right now. I'm sitting, honestly, I am sitting with stacks and stacks of DVDs just surrounding me. Like I am like I could make a throne out of DVDs and sit in it. Uh-huh. There's just oh, that God. after you get done scanning them, you should totally do that. Create a throne of throne of DVDs. Yes, you conquer DVDs of your enemies type of yes. thing. <laughs> Not your iron throne per se. It's your plastic throne, but it'll work. People would respect me. Is that what you're saying? S- snap some of them in half so it's all shiny, you know, the reflective surfaces. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And then I could throw them at people so they would do my bidding. I feel like that would be like you'd be a Mad Max villain if you could do that. I want to be Have a Mad Max broken DVDs and then throw them at people. That totally yeah. make you a Mad Max. That villain. would be torture. All those <laughs> sharp little edges. Well, nobody sits easy on the Iron Throne, so you can't have it any better. Yeah, well, I suppose. But I also don't have dragons to launch fire at them. Uh yet. This is true. You never know what the future is going to bring. What are we talking about today? So, usually I have a pithy segue, but I have no idea. Ooh, let's let's do a pithy segue. I have no bleeping idea how to segue our topic right now. We're talking about censorship. Censorship in the media, censorship in our lives. Ugh, censorship. I just gave away my position on it, I think. Whoops. <laughs> uh, we're we're in ground zero right now, buddy, for censorship. Do you know that? Yeah, what matter? What do you what, of what do you speak? Uh, the state of Maine was the first state to enact censorship laws, technically policies, but, uh, Maine led the way in video or cinematic, uh, censorship. (laughs) Good old New England prudery. (laughs) And you know what they were trying to censor back in 1897 when they enacted the first law to censor, uh, video? Uh, wait, what? In 1897? 1897. They couldn't show women's bloomers. Eh. Uh, they couldn't show... This would be a good alcohol. No alcohol drinking on camera. Nope. No, uh, no I'm Italians. Gonna, I'm going to spoil it for you right now. Are you ready? Okay. No boxing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There was a... Uh, boxing was illegal everywhere except Colorado. Uh, and there was a, a huge... Or maybe it was Nevada. Eh. 
It was out west. It was either Colorado or Nevada. Details. Anyway, uh, they filmed a boxing match, and boxing was the fucking rage back then. <laughs> and Maine got ahead of the curve and said, listen, you can't show that here. It's illegal. We've just made it illegal to show that film here. Huh. And then as Maine goes, so goes the nation. Exactly. So everybody else, everybody else is like, yep, they're right. You can't do it. So eh, censorship. So, of course, censorship existed long before that. Oh, censorship's been around since the Roman Empire, at least. So. Right. But in the sense of... Um, in mass media. C- cinema. Right. Something you could see on a flat screen. The original but flat yeah. screen. So, yeah, main, we're, we're right in the right in the ground epicenter ground zero (laughs) whatever you want to call it this is where it all began folks blame us we will hang our shameful hats on it just the the reason why boxing is not bigger than it is in maine is probably because of that fact right there you know oh i've never i have never seen a boxing match in maine so that must be why (laughs) you've never seen a boxing match in maine i have not no i just wanted to say it in that tone of voice to make it sound like you're crazy but that's not they're, they're all over the place they're at every street corner <laughs> why well, just yesterday i walked down the street and these two old ladies put why, on gloves why just yesterday prudence yesterday had a bit of a tiff over the state of prudence's tea and they threw down like a couple of mofos i hate censorship i hate it yeah see this is this is what i kind of want to get into because i did a little research and i found a list of pros and cons for censorship oh you found some pros and i wanted to go through the pros with you a little bit there those bigger lists but i'll get some of these were i think stepping on each other so this list on a psychology website oh actually, i'm sure that will be know, great yeah. full of good information so I wanted to get your take on what they what some of the pros are. What you what your opinion is of some of these pros, and this okay. is spe- specifically media censorship because there's a whole can of worms out there with censorship of government government censorship or like even like social censorship. Like you can't say certain things on college campuses and right that old rigmarole. But uh, as media it pertains censorship. as it pertains to pop culture in cinema television, right. Um, so here's the number one pro, which is probably going to be the first thing anybody thinks of when it's pro, is that it protects children oh, from dude. extremely violent and sexual material. For the children. Like it's a little snippet says the internet, mobile phones, and television have made it easier for kids to access all kinds of content, even those that can negatively influence them. <gasps> negatively my influence? You, okay, you are you ready for my take on it? What's your take on it? My take on it is if I don't want my kid to see it, I will not let my kid to see it. Eggs. Bleep exactly. I feel like I would control what my kids can and cannot watch. Now, the flip side of that is I would let my kids watch whatever they want. <laughs> uh, I I feel like there's an age where they flip and can watch what they want. I Let me see. I was nine years old when I watched basically anything I wanted. Yep. At, at age nine, I was watching the the worst thing that HBO could put on TV. Yeah. With the advent of cable television, there was no stopping like kids in general. I remember when I was a kid, my, uh, my, well, we've talked about this before. I was not allowed to watch anything satanic. And then of course my parents weren't going to let me just sit there and watch hardcore porn. There's no way, but violence, maybe even a little bit of nudity, um, swearing, whatever they were fine with. As long as I didn't emulate it. Like if I didn't walk around swearing myself, which I didn't in front of them, but, uh, (laughs) But 
yeah, everything else was on the table is fine. And I remember I made this vow because me and my family were the first ones among all my friends to get cable. I always made this vow to my friends. If you come over to my house for the weekend, you're going to see some boobies. <laughs> you will find hip- something. You're such yep. a hipster. I know, right? I've got this thing called cable. You might not have heard of it before, but, but it's pretty you awesome. You get some titties. Yeah, you get some, you get some titties. But yeah, yeah, we would stay up till two in the morning. Just, okay, this movie might have some. No, it's not. Let's try Showtime. Okay, this one might. We watch, you know, a few minutes. Let's flip back. Because we always had HBO Showtime. I want to say like Cinemax. Cinemax. Yeah. And this was actually before Cinemax was just notorious for it. So it was actually, <laughs> it wasn't a gimme that you, everybody's thinking it was, but. Skinamax. Yeah, we had at least three, if not four different movie channels. And there was going to be some boobs somewhere on there. And I, my friends, I was a hero for a good few years. Yeah. Well, so we yeah, just, you're not going to stop your kids. Yeah. Well, up to a certain point, I think that I can control what my children watch right now up to a certain point. They um, have on occasion found a YouTube video that might have been uh, not appropriate for them, but certainly nothing that... Oh, here's something that I'm not a fan of censorship, but there's also uh, common sense a little bit. So these kids' games, I have a a Google tablet, and I've put some kids' games on it. Like, uh, I, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like my virtual pet kind of shit. And you get the game for free, but in order to get it free, you have to watch a commercial. And I couldn't tell you how many times uh, like my daughter will like put the tablet face down and walk away from it abruptly and then, you know, wait a couple minutes and then walk back and pick it up and play again. And I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) So I watched some of the things that she was doing these commercials that they play for and they're all like super violent <laughs> and there's, oh, wow. one, there's one where it's uh the game it's a game it's an advertisement for a game and you are like a csi detective and so you basically are shown a crime scene and you have to determine what happened in the crime scene but the crime scenes are like somebody went through a wood chipper or some shit oh, it's just like gory and here, bloody and yeah, like somebody commits suicide with a shotgun. You have to determine if it was murder oh or suicide. It's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't be looking at that. <laughs> but she, she was well, she was smart enough to to you know it, it was unsettling to her, so she put she it self censored. There you go. Yeah, and so, that's fine. If you want to do it to yourself or your own kids because they're minors, go crazy. But you should not censor content like the content providers. Right, should not be censoring because they're afraid of parents. Always, I always imagine this. You know, the soccer mom, you know, waving her arms, going, "Oh God, that my kid saw this, and now he's a psychopath for life. I can't, I can't take it." Yeah, newsflash: your child was a psychopath before. Yeah, if your child had issues before, that's on you. Yeah, because they they got a flash of some blood or some booby. That's not going to turn them into a freak, not necessarily. <laughs> so number two, <laughs> it says it limits advertisements that can be harmful. In that some ads promote products that can be harmful to people's health, such as those that can influence body shaming, unhealthy eating habits, and addiction. It's understandable why these types of advertisements should be censored. Oh, go fuck yourself. (laughs) When I first saw that, I was like, oh, you should eat a dick. Yeah. Well, body shaming. You need to censor. You you need to not put this in there because it's putting an unhealthy. Like, I always think of like magazines that are like health and fitness magazines and people like, you know, that's not that's an unrealistic body type. You should we shouldn't be exposed to that. It's like are we still talking about children here? No, no, this is number two. Number so one was the adults, children. Right? So Yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah, this what is, is a... wrong with grown adults nowadays that they can't look at something and be like, good for that person. I'm glad they have a good body. I don't give yeah. a fuck. I'm going to go eat a slice of pizza. I hope I'm going to get more satisfaction out of eating this slice of pizza than you are going to be starving and skinny. So, well, and where's it end? Like, if I see a picture of a Royals Royce, am I going to be like, oh no, you need to censor that because I can't have a Royals Royce? You know, somebody with a Rolex, uh, somebody living in a mansion. I don't live in a mansion. You need to stop because I, I don't live in a mansion. Like, that's the mindset. I don't right. have this or I'm not this. So, you need to not be that or you need to not be that visibly. That's the, the most ludicrous thing I can think of that infuriates me. If anything, that sh- you should see that all over the place to motivate you to try to do that or to get as close as that as you can. Right. I mean, and then and then if you're a smart person, you understand that there's only so much you can do before genetics is going to. Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody that looks at like Muscle and Fitness magazine, the cover that's been photoshopped and all that other bullshit. And if you look at that and you're like, yes, I could get my body to look just exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Once Great. you get Photoshop, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can go go do P90X for a couple of weeks and then come back and tell me how you feel. <laughs> you will be trying to beat down the door of your local bakery to eat all the kids. <laughs> right. I guarantee. I you. want a croissant with butter on it. I Fucking... do not want these pull-ups at 4 a.m. I don't want to do crunches and sit-ups at 6 a.m. I want a fucking English muffin. If you put powdered sugar on your hand, I will eat it. Just give me something. <laughs> now. I don't care. Yeah, but no, hey, go go knock yourself out. Try and there's, there's a difference between being healthy and, you know, living. Being a freak, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's insane. Like, this should not, this is infantilizing the country. We should not be exposed to something that's going to make me feel uncomfortable about myself. Well, fuck you. Maybe you should feel uncomfortable about yourself. I don't have to tell you. Yeah. If you if you're feeling uncomfortable about yourself and you don't want to change, then learn to live with yourself. And don't hate on everybody else that's, you know, whatever. But well, you'd be a great therapist. <laughs> I I would start every session by slapping people across the face. Get over your fucking issues. That'd be 100 bucks. <laughs> well, I'm I, completely fixed. I do have a bachelor's degree in psychology, so I think I know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. I didn't pay all that money for nothing. Right. Uh, okay, so number three, it helps control hate. The media can censor information that is slandering certain religions, race, companies, or individuals. This is helpful in avoiding the development of prejudice or discrimination based on false information or propaganda. Didn't we kind of shoot that out of the water with talking about blazing saddles? Yeah, that the more you put it out there, the more you show satirize. how it is. Yeah, satirizing is the best way to do it, not censoring. Right. Um, I. I don't know how I feel about this one a little bit because I'm. It's not that I am a firm believer in what goes in comes out kind of thing, um, but I I think about mentally unstable people. You certainly can't tailor everything right. based around that, but you know, like the the Columbine kids and that uh, Adam Liza, whatever his name is, that did Newtown. Or, you know that they probably sat around in their basement playing Call of Duty. And or of course not in the Columbine case, but you know there was probably, but that's not so much. It should have been censored. Is somebody was asleep at the switch? Well, that goes back to the parents. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody, if if the parents, if you got mental health problems and the parents aren't watching them like they should be, or not, you know, controlling what they have access to, drowning them at birth. Yeah, something. We're talking about something else, different, different topic. (laughs) But there's, it's going to come out in some other way. You know, it's going to. They're going to have whatever issues. I'm, I'm, seriously, I would even say that they would 
if this kid was what is it adam lanza sitting in his basement watching call of duty or not he's probably gonna grab that gun and shoot up a school like i don't think it was a video game that set him off i could be wrong but i don't know like he had his own stew of troubles regardless of the video game right but But because is gonna go pick up a rifle and shoot up a bunch of people you can't then enjoy yourself playing call of duty right exactly like look at if you always look at the other like everybody wants to point to oh this kid was playing video games or watching this movie so that's why he went psycho that's point zero zero one percent of the people that took in that form of entertainment you know the other 99.99 percent of people that did aren't doing a goddamn thing to anybody so what does that tell you if you cannot say it's the violent movies it's the violent video games because that's not making millions and millions and millions of people violent like if i if if i took a glass of water tap water and i drank it and i went outside and punched my neighbor in the face would everybody be screaming about that tap water making people psycho and punching everybody in the face no because everybody else is drinking it nothing's happening so nobody would be worried at all so why blame it on so why blame it on that that thing I, I just I, I i don't think i don't see the connection i don't nobody looks at the ocean they look at the drops of water i, I don't know but that's my that's is my that thing. part of your therapy session yeah i'm gonna slap him i'm gonna hit him with some drops of water or at least say <laughs> you need to be looking at the whole ocean not just drops of water right and then they would take that to me and they need to walk out into the ocean and drown themselves or i would dunk their heads under i, I would just get a bathtub and put their heads under it because you know you can't get into the ocean it's a little time consuming so you know you got to do what you got to do but yeah. the, the this one does tweak me a little bit because of the thing it said about the false information propaganda like if you put out stuff knowingly knowing like what's that guy that shot up the the diner or whatever because he thought hillary clinton was keeping people chained up in the basement or some shit like that yeah i don't know like you got some conspiracy theorists out there like, oh, yeah, Hillary Clinton was keeping people enslaved in this restaurant. So this guy's like, well, fuck. And he went and shot the place up. It's like, OK, I'm still not to the point where I'm still a free free, uh, free speech purist. So I'm not to the point where that should have been government censored shit like that. But that's kind of border like that. That's pushing it for in my in my opinion, hmm. like knowingly putting out inflammatory information that, you know, is false and then people get stirred up. I, I don't know. There's there is something about that that tweaks me a little bit. But that. On the gauge of censorship, that moves towards the political government side of it. Less like television and movies. But it goes back to what I just said. You know, 100 million people heard that and didn't do a thing about it. That one guy got set off by it. So I'm like, all right, that I can't be a hypocrite. That pretty much falls in the same category. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say there's one more for the pros lists. And it helps helps protect security, which is a weird, awkward way of, I think they've been saying it helps provide security but it says there are instances when sharing sensitive information may do more harm than good by screening what is being reported and making sure it is published in a proper and timely manner you can avoid panic and chaos which i guess is censorship on the government's behalf by saying all right we might have this i don't know like a disease that's potentially could be coming pandemic but there's nothing anybody can do about it so we're just not going to tell them until we know more for sure something like that yeah that I could kind of see. So those were there's no cure, and there's also everybody's going to be like hunkered down in their houses, not going out, you know, something like that. Collapse. Yeah. So those were the pros of censorship. Those are the pros. Yeah. What are some of the cons? The cons. Let's see. It encourages ignorance because just people don't know what you know all the facts about a situation. Censoring information about corruption and injustice means people will be continue to be victims uh, of abuse and exploitation. Wow, this this psychology website really needed a grammar check. It says continue to be victims and of abuse and exploitation. So, anyways, I'm 
I'm censoring their their website to, for better grammar. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I can get behind that. That's definitely a con. <clears throat> if you don't have all the information, you can't make a true opinion. You know, you can't make an informed opinion. Right. And there's when it comes to especially political stuff with these neo Nazis and trying to shut them down and censor them and stuff like that. There's a whole school of thought, which I tend to subscribe to that. Go ahead and give them the voice, give Mm -hmm. them the rope to hang themselves, you know, let them expose their ideas and have the majority of the people look at them and say, you're ignorant. This is stupid. Thank you for exposing yourself to us. So we know how to treat you. Goodbye. I would love to see instead of count, like if you, like uh, you have a, a KKK rally or whatever the fuck it is, then you have counter protesters just to shut them down. I would love to see somebody calmly go up to the, the leaders of the KKK rally and say, okay, let's have a debate. Let's go over here to these microphones and we'll go point by point and you tell me why you're right and I'll tell you why I think you're wrong or whatever. Like seriously, like no shouting. We're just, you're going to get your ideas out there then I'll address those ideas and see what right. we got. And then you could, all you'd have to do is let them provide their yeah. ideas. And then it's like, <laughs> And like uh, seriously, I think nine times out of ten, they would get out there. They wouldn't even have a coherent <laughs> plan of but what to if, say. Even if they did, the majority of the people listening would be like, uh, "Okay, so this is what you believe." All right, bye. Or so even like Scientology. Like, wow, when you spell it out, this really does sound really stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm so fascinated with Scientology. That oh like, yeah, people go into it thinking what they think, and it's just like what. <laughs> like like somebody debated a Scientologist. Like, why would I join Scientology? Okay. Your idea is that Xenu nuked a bunch of aliens in a volcano and their ghosts are inside us. Yeah. Um, really? And, and like people listen to go, wow, when you lay it out that way, that's kind of messed right. up. Yeah. Are there any others? Oh yeah, there's there's a few. Uh number two, it promotes it promotes <clears throat> on the con side, censorship promotes manipulation for personal gain. And this is the whole I think the whole nineteen eighty four type of thing. The government is in charge of censoring media. So politicians will use it to their advantage by allowing the publishing of information of only the things they want published. Right. You know, that's that's going on a little bit right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll tell you about the um, the networks controlling the narrative with this whole NFL uh, protest. Yeah. The um, the networks are showing the players that kneel, but they've been told not to show the crowd booing them. Oh, really? Now, that to me is the networks trying to control the narrative. We want america to see the protest but not see the people that are angry with the protest however i will say that you can definitely i watched the game last week and you can hear the people they were booing holy moly they were booing yeah you can't cut the audio so (laughs) what are you gonna do so you didn't get to see the crowd but you could hear them but that goes back to the network trying to control what we see and what we don't see right and that's that this this point was uh, about government censorship, but that's it. It takes the exact same vein when you talk about corporate. Like my crusade has always been government, you know, free speech because the government should not be able to tell you what to say, what to think, what to how to act, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If a private organization wants to censor themselves, I will disagree, but I have a hard time saying they should not be allowed to do it. So if you know CBS doesn't want to show the crowd, I think that's rotten and a dirty trick. But it shouldn't be illegal. You know, they should be allowed to do that. Right. I agree. Just like, you know, the players should be allowed to kneel. Like, I disagree with the sentiment, but they, it's their right. You know, this, there should be no law, I guess, is my thing. Right. Agreed. But uh, let's see. What's the next? The next con, they say, is it limits education and awareness. Because if you don't know what's actually happening in your country, 
you know, if you have real economic problems, like some of these African countries or, you know, Southeast Asian countries, something like that have like starvation, but the government doesn't let the people that aren't starving know about it. So everybody thinks it's hunky-dory and all good. Right. Uh, wars, poverty, stuff like that is, you know, if it's censorship, so you nobody even knows what's going on, then nobody's going to be un, having unrest. Nobody's want a revolution. Nobody's going to want, you know, you have to have a free, open press, open media so people know, oh, crap. This stuff's going around right in my backyard. It's no good. Right. What and else? You got? The last one on this list is it takes away the freedom of speech. Uh, the First Amendment of the American Constitution protects the freedom of speech. And this freedom is what the U.S. is built upon, which I can get behind. There's a reason why it's the First Amendment, because you have to be able to say, speak truth to power and say what you think of your government and all that shit. So, yeah, the list, I agree with the, the cons. I think the pros, I want to believe that the people that made the list were trying to think of what reasonable people would think are pros not necessarily what they are saying are good pros you know because those pros were kind of uh <laughs> right you ready for me to make you angry let's do it anger me up okay so in thinking about censorship in movies <clears throat> there is a group of people a company called VidAngel. have you heard of it uh actually yes i think i stumbled across that today i'm trying to remember Vid, vidangel.com and what they do is they take they take movies with questionable content, and of course, what's questionable is left up to them to believe what's questionable, and then they strip it out of the movie. And then oh, they this re- is like a Christian thing, right? Yep. And then they like re-upload it yeah. for families to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. So vidangel.com, uh, who have been sued, I guess, a bunch because they're breaking, they're infringing on copyright. Yeah, I was going to say, I got to imagine, editing it for gain... And putting out somebody else's content, no matter what you do to it, that's totally illegal. Not just illegal, it ruins the story. <sighs> Which is the worst tragedy. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why a movie is edited in the way it is, because they're trying to tell you a specific story. Um, <laughs> I was watching a video on Alfred Hitchcock, and he does something called pure cinematics, mm-hmm. or um, the cool shove effect. Are you familiar with that? It's basically the the biggest sounds cinema rule. Russian. Sounds Russian to me too, but it's the <laughs> biggest cinema rule that these vid angel people are breaking. It's that when you cut things out of a movie that's intended to tell one story, you're getting a completely different story. <laughs> and he his Alfred Hitchcock's example is you you take a like a short movie, like a a quick like thirty second movie. You put the camera on a guy's face and you show his expression is just normal. Then you put the camera on a woman and a toddler in the park playing and then you go back to the guy's face and he smiles what does that tell you about that guy uh he's a good guy he's well he sees he sees something pleasant like a mom playing with their kid in the park as something that's good see now my my career has ruined me because i know i know what (laughs) think about alfred hitchcock in the 1960s yeah yeah okay okay. Okay. put it he says now you take that same scene, but instead of a woman in the park, you show a woman in a bikini, and he gives the same spark. All of a sudden, he's the bad guy. Well, <laughs> but he's he's not necessarily the bad guy, but he's he's the, he's the leering creep. Yeah, yes, he's the creep. That is the cool cool shove effect. Yeah, pure cinematics from Alfred Hitchcock. Well, if you take people. things out of context and move it around, right? Yes, and. Huh. Uh, that's what VidAngel does. One of the movies that they were able to sanitize is mm-hmm. The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Yeah, how would they sanitize that movie? That's, that's what I want. Like, like, 
10 I, minutes long after they got done with it. I can't I imagine. I want to go watch the VidAngel version of The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. Just to see what it's all about. I think half the dialogue would be gone. Like, did they dub new people going darn it in or something like that? I don't know. I want to see it. It's, it's ins- that that would be the greatest thing. I want to see that. You're right. I got to see that. Yeah. I mean, so. besides, you want to sanitize it for family viewing. Just Margot Robbie would have had to be cut out of that movie entirely because she's so smoking hot in that movie that no matter how much you want to sanitize her, she's going to give impure thoughts to the youngins, guaranteed. Right. So, so I, I found, well, I don't know if you had something else, you know, examples for that or no, go ahead. Well, I, I found a bunch of examples, a list of these um, movies that got edited before they got released. Like they, they had a certain line or something like that that was going to be in it. Well, not just movies, different things, but a line that was going to be it that the uh, producers or the studio or somebody was like, no, 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 we can't have you say that. So they changed it. And what they changed it to was actually worse. What? Yeah, yeah. So classic line in Fight Club. When Marla and Tyler Durden get it on for the first time, she says she was supposed to say, I want to have your abortion. And the president of Fox was like, no, 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 that's messed up. So they changed it to, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. (laughs) And for whatever reason, that went, they're like, yeah, that's fine. But that's way worse. That's, yeah. That applies such horrible things. And you're like, whoa. But that's that's how censorship's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, there's there's a good one. Um, I don't know how much you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but there was an episode where they had a, a musical, like they had a bunch of musical numbers. Yep. yep. And throughout this throughout the run, they had a they had a thing where Willow became a lesbian, but they never showed because of the time it was not cool to show two women kissing or anything. So they showed them together holding hands, but that was the extent you got. Yep. So Joss Whedon was like, "Well, fuck this." So they always had a lot of like orgasmic moaning in the background when they're casting spells and holding hands and like a lot of like sensual imagery but no kissing and in the uh musical episode the will's girlfriend tara is um singing a song with huge innuendo talk about being spread beneath the willow tree and if you watch the scene <laughs> like she like lays down in a bed and she's singing and willow like kind of hovers over and smiles and then then draws back down off screen and all of a sudden tara's art back is arching so you know what's going on yes i mean and the line is like you make me complete and she starts repeating that going you make me complete you make me complete and then she says you make me come and it cuts off that's funny so you know the studio the the network censors they got their way there was no you know kissing of women but everybody watching the show know that willow was going down on her girlfriend that's funny (laughs) and there's no doubt about it censors but uh my favorite one is the South Park movie. The South Park movie was originally titled All Hell Breaks Loose, but something, somebody, part of the MPAA, told them that they had to change the title because it couldn't have hell in it. And uh, they said all titles are supposed to be G-rated, no matter their content. You can't have the word hell in it. And Matt Parker and Trey Stone uh, were like, what the hell? There's Hellraiser. There's all kinds of movies like that with hell in it. They thought the MPAA was just screwing with them. Yep. So they changed the... uh, title to south park bigger longer and uncut which is a total penis joke right yeah so instead of all hell breaks loose they made the they put the a penis joke in their title straight up that's funny uh that was great so yeah censorship is ridiculous this is why i hate censorship because it's so utterly ridiculous if you're watching a tv show they bleep it does anybody even a 10 year old kid not know what they're actually saying now I I want to admit something here. Back when Eminem first hit the scene, yeah, and his like first couple songs, uh, they were better with the words bleeped out. 
Well, I will say some stuff is funnier with bleeps. I don't know that, why. Exactly. Like, um, I watched the Arrested Development extended pilot. Yes. And in the extended pilot, the kid that says, fuck off, traitor. Yeah. When he when they don't bleep, fuck off, it's almost not as good. Well, there's a scene where Buster's talking about what him and Michael are like ragging on the mom, on Lucille a little bit. And then Buster just goes off the rails. He's like, and the bleep, 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 bleep. We're going to bleep, right. bleep, bleep. And Michael's yeah. like horrified looking. I remember watching the DVD and they don't bleep it. And I was like, that's not as funny as the bleeps. Right. Absolutely. Actually, it's funnier with the bleeps. But that's not the point of bleeps. So I still, my point, I think, still stands. They're not putting in there to be funny for the most part. Right. But it, it becomes funny. It becomes funny because of the ridiculousness of it. Yes. And the fact that what he's saying is left up to your imagination. Yeah. Because yeah, you're imagining. Yeah. He's not saying, and my mom, I'm going to love her. I'm going to hold her. I'm going to hug her. And we're going to go out. And we're going to have a picture. No, you know what they're saying. Exactly. <laughs> she's not dirty. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the best, the best inadvertent censorship comedy is when they edit it for TV. Oh, I and they replace dash. They replace lines. They dub new stuff in. Yep. I did. I, I found a list. I found a list, and it's the greatest thing ever. Awesome. I feel like I feel like I, I got to hit the highlights on this one, but okay, some of these are the best. Um, so <clears throat> starting at the best, right there, Pulp Fiction original line: "My eyes are wide, fucking open." The edited version: "My wide, my eyes are wide, focused, open." <laughs> that's a good one that's that's pretty good um <laughs> the movie see no evil here uh see no evil hear no evil remember which one i'm talking about yep with um because you're gonna have to help uh, gene wilder, gene wilder richard, and, uh, pryor. richard pryor jesus christ that's terrible uh original line dave says tell me the first thing that pops in your brain and wally says pussy edited version wally says pasta <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's so lame uh dumb and dumber Original line, right on my ass after you kiss it. Edit version, right on my sandwich after you kiss it. What? Sandwich? <laughs> oh, God. Somebody's sitting at a booth somewhere going, I don't know, just put something that sort of sounds the same in there. I don't care. Well, I am eating a sandwich. Yeah, there we go. Somebody was dripping mustard on their bellies and they're like, yeah, fine, we'll put that one in there. Uh, mall rats, holy shit, you slept with that asshole? Edit version, holy snot, you spoke with that airhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah saving the children one line at a time oh god uh casino you know joe pesci movie Holy that friend. family friendly uh movie yeah. yeah you know you gotta put that on tv so what are you gonna do original line fuck me fuck you you motherfucker edited version forget me forget you you mother forgetter <laughs> uh, i'm gonna start I, calling people mother forgetters mother forgetter uh, my God, let's see. I had some of the other good ones here. I'm trying to find some. Dazed and confused. Let's go smoke a joint, man. On the fifty fucking yard line. Edited is. Let's go do it, Mister Green Bean style, on the fifty yard line. <laughs> uh, the um, breakfast club. The breakfast club. Do you slip her the hot beef injection? Becomes. Do you slip her the hot wild affection? That one's. That's that's kind of nice. That's not you terrible. Know? That's not yeah. terrible. That's a little bit more sophisticated. Right uh let's see here see this one bugs me office space original line is we're going to the federal pound me in the ass prison they change it to pound me pound you into ash prison uh, so close but this one broke my heart okay the naked gun original line nice beaver oh yes thanks i just had it stuffed thank you i just had it stuffed edited version nice one and then she still says, thank you, I just had it stuffed. What? That takes all the nuance out of it. Yeah. Every little bit of subtlety is gone. That's nice terrible. One. 
I just stop. Ugh, terrible. Predator, when it says bullshit, it says baloney instead. Uh, just goes on and on. Oh, like American Pie. Speaking of Willow, one time at Bandcamp, I stuck a flute in my pussy. Becomes I stuck a flute in my mouth. Well, duh. <laughs> but this one is utterly bizarre. It's been a lot of time since I saw this movie, but National Lampoon's Vacation. Apparently, somebody says "fuck your mama." They change it to, and I'm not kidding you, man. Who do I look like? Christopher Columbo. What? I don't even. Somebody stored a line of coke and then put that in there because that does that makes no sense whatsoever. I gotta look that up on YouTube. Crazy. Oh, this one's great. The Usual Suspects. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. When they're all in the lineup, yep. Becomes hand me the keys, you fairy godmother. If you could <laughs> see me right now, I'm just ah dumbfounded. Do the right thing, be- motherfucker. Becomes Mickey Ficky. <laughs> uh, dilly dilly. Uh, the great, uh, the Big Lebowski. See what happens when you f a stranger in the A. Becomes see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Okay. Uh, uh this one was great. This is uh, probably near and dear to your heart. The Exorcist. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Yep. What do you think they should change that to? Just off, just out of your head. What do you think that would be a good way to change that? Your mother cleans socks in hell. Oh my God, you were close. Ooh. Your mother knits socks that smell. <laughs> no, <laughs> you take that back. That's quite an insult. Hey, <laughs> speaking of the Exorcist, <laughs> it blew it away. Really? Yeah. Uh... The Exorcist was the number one grossing horror movie of all time until a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it took took off. I mean, that, I mean, I love that movie, but man, I'm still surprised that that thing became a phenomenon. It did. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll close it off with this one. Okay. Ghostbusters. We seen. We we came. We saw. We kicked its ass. Yep. Became what a knockout. What a knockabout of pure fun that was because the cast actually re-recorded an alternate version of it so they could make an edited version. Boo. Terrible. They just that's such a disappointment. Just terrible. But yeah, there's a whole uh, there's there's more. I, I skipped to the ones I like, but there's a whole huge list of <laughs> All right. Oh, and I forgot one. Kids Ooh. cartoons. Do you ever hear of the animation um of a changing uh, a censorship uh, editing that made it worse? Did you ever hear a kids cartoon called Sailor Moon is a Japanese animation? Yeah. Yeah, I know Sailor Moon. So apparently two of the characters in the original were pretty much lesbians. But okay. once it got ported to the West, no lesbian. Because I guess everybody hates lesbians. I don't know. I don't get it. I love lesbians. Anyways, so they, I guess they, when they dubbed it and stuff like that, they took these two characters and really heavily implied that they were uh, cousins. Mm-hmm. But they didn't edit the scenes where they're getting all flirty and stuff nearly as well as they should have. So I guess from what I read, a lot of kids were watching this going, what? Are those two cousins like in love with each other instead of editing out a lesbian relationship they put in an incest relationship instead oh whoops yeah that's that's what you get well no, the kids yeah incest is best the kids the kids we gotta do it for the kids no yeah no the kids the kids are gonna get a little more confused because your ham-fisted efforts are for not but yes, well that's that's my take censorship is done wrong and largely unnecessary and ridiculous let me ask you a question actually i just thought of this yes do you remember any songs that for whatever reasons slipped the net and did not get radio edited like listen to it on a radio i can't think off the top of my head well this just popped into my head allison chains man the box the the lyric the line is uh shove my nose and shit for the longest time during the 90s that did not get edited really i wondered when he sings it does he sing it sound so it sounds like something else i think it's a little bit of garbled enough that maybe people just didn't realize that the people in charge of it i just I, I always noted that in fact it wasn't until the last probably 10 years when i heard on the radio that they started finally 
changing it. But I remember being young, like a teenager, like, they aren't editing this. That's crazy. He's obviously saying shit. Shove my nose and shit. And it's garbled enough that you could maybe get away with it. But I always feel like radio stations or something like that were like, you know what? We're just going to go with this because the FAA dropped the ball on it. And we're not going to, we're just collectively not going to let them know. Why call attention to it? Yeah, I thought that was the greatest thing. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was the coolest thing when I was a kid. It's like, that's right. Fight the power. Well, I think we could make this a part one. Yeah, right. Because I don't know how you feel, but I've been up for 24 hours, so I'm starting to get punchy. Works for me. But yeah, that's, I guess it just costs, censorship's ridiculous. I had a whole bit I wanted to go into about the Hayes Act and Valentin and PG versus PG-13, but we can save that for another day. What we can do with the rating system all by itself, I think. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do some trivia. You got some trivia? I got some trivia. Do you want to do trivia first, or do you want to do the movie question first? Or yeah, did you I, not... totally, I totally forgot to get a movie question. I'm not going not gonna to lie. Okay. All right. I... I'll do my movie question for you. Okay. And then we'll do trivia. So, okay. <clears throat> excuse me. The year is 1985. Mm. The actor is Michael J. Fox. He plays a teenager in high school, has a problem with the principal, has a secret. <laughs> There's a climactic ending scene at a dance, and someone gets punched. And in the end, Michael J. Fox gets the girl. It's got to be Teen Wolf. <laughs> I was totally baiting you. You were baiting me with Back to the Future. You were totally baiting me with Back yeah. to the Future. And I, I did not take that bait. You didn't. That was a fantastic job. 1985, Michael J. Fox. I could, I could read it in your eyes. <laughs> you can't read anything in my eyes right now, bro. I am so glossed over right now. I might as well have <laughs> had a 12-pack. I am... You might as well be... Bang at the moon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That was a good job because that was totally and completely <laughs> back to the future. No, I liked what you did with that. I was, I was like, I almost said back to the like, No, it couldn't be. That's way too obvious. Michael J. Fox, 1985. He goes to a dance. <laughs> someone gets punched. That's back to the future. This is weird because this is one of those situations where I actually saw the sequel before I saw the original. You saw the sequel to Teen Wolf? Before I saw the first one. I did. Really? Yeah. Did, did you like it? I like the sequel. I, for whatever reason, remember who's in the sequel? Jason Bateman, Michael Blue. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't dislike the sequel. I just I remember watching Teen Wolf probably a thousand times. I'm gonna say, going to roll and say that. Yeah, I saw. Let's see. I saw Caddyshack two before I saw Caddyshack one. I saw Teen Wolf two before one. There's at least a handful of others. I saw the sequel before I saw the first one. I don't hmm. know why. I can't think. Fletch. Of any of this. I saw the second Fletch before I saw the first Fletch. Ooh. Yeah. How about Young Guns? No, that I watched in order. I fucking loved Young Guns. I couldn't wait. When the second one was coming out, I was geeked up because I liked the first one so much. All right, hit me with a trivia question. All right, let me access it. Okay, I'm going back to my old standby. It's a phobia. I'm going to see if you can guess what the phobia is. Okay. Uh, E-P-H-E-B-I-phobia is a fear of this category of person. I narrowed it down for you. You're welcome. Fear of happy people. Could be. Or it could be the most depressed people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh fear of rich people <laughs> also technically could be but probably not not in the sense you're thinking fear of fat people i don't know how fat people always by oh, the jolly i guess yeah <laughs> fear of santa claus no no i'm just you said happy and depressed i'm like yeah no they could yeah. be yeah mm. no. uh let's see they they think a lot of themselves and tend to wear lots of colors <laughs> fear of gay people <laughs> no actually as soon as i said that i was like wow that's gonna mislead them uh no <laughs> uh 
wear lots of colors. Well, I'll say this. I don't have a fear of these people, but I definitely have a prejudice against these people ever after having worked at the jail for 10 years. And it's not as bad as I'm <laughs> building it up to be, I swear. <laughs> fear of inmates? No, it's fear of a demographic, I guess. Fear of old people. Ah, you're so close. Fear of young people. Yes, young people. <laughs> Literally a fear of young people. That's strange. <laughs> well, if you see a millennial walking around with skinny jeans on and a latte, I yes. can I can see where that would be frightening. See, I, I personally have a prejudice against any, well, especially men, between the ages of, I'd say, 15 and 25. I, I see a male between the ages of 15 and 25, I automatically think they're a shitbag. <laughs> like, I think they're probably a mouthy little douchebag that I would like to slap. Knowing nothing about them, not hearing a word out of their mouth. I'm like, you little fucking punk. Every time. Because I'm just completely jaded due to where we work. Because <laughs> they all wear flat-brimmed hats. Flat-brimmed hats and white beaters. No, yeah. If I'm seeing walking down the street with a flat-brimmed hat, I, I, I know the deal. I know the deal right straight up. There's no two ways about it. So, All right. My, my trivia question is quick and dirty. Nice. Per Name corner. the number one selling video game of all time. Oh, wow. See, I'd, I'd want to go and say something like Super Mario Brothers. I know you want to. But it's probably something like Grand Theft Auto 5 or some crap like that. I will tell you, I'll give you a clue. You have definitely 110%. I know you have played this game. Well, it's not Grand Theft Auto. Ah, uh, I'll give you another clue. It's old school. Okay. Super Mario Brothers 3. Super Mario World. I'll give you another clue. It's not Mario. It developed in Russia. Oh, Tetris. Tetris. Ah, damn. 170 million copies. Wow. Number two Holy is crap. Minecraft. My, see, I've, I've not, not only have I not played Minecraft, I've never even seen somebody play Minecraft. Are you kidding? I've, I've, I, get the, I got the gist of it. I've seen screenshots, and that's the most I've been exposed to it. There are whole YouTube channels designed for Minecraft watching. Uh, video games are so weird nowadays. It, that whole video game, everything is just expanding beyond just sitting in your living room and wasting some time on some video games. They have they have a whole app called Twitch that is designed for you to sit there and watch people play video games. Oh yeah, I've seen. See, I, that I've seen like the show. Hot hot girls will get on there sometimes and be like, "Oh yeah, look, I'm one of you guys," and they'll be playing and guys will be watching, going, "Ah, oh, you're." and all kinds of shit it's awful thing bunch of nerds all right i gotta throw in the towel all right i have to i am i might not even make it upstairs to the bed i may just (laughs) lay down on the stairs and fall asleep you powered through like a soldier though so we're good (laughs) all right well i'm not going to pass up this opportunity so saying good night i'm batman i'm batman i am i'm bob uh tim burton bitch (laughs) (laughs) all right man Get me in your money mouth. Get me in your money mouth. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.